This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Smash. Tight end sucks, Dan. This makes it hard. <laughs> and Chris backtracks. You realize you finished oh, more than six tight end position. More than six points. You're like possibly a top five tight end. So it's like shit. That's why he's my number nine. Well, and and bringing that up, team. bringing up points and bringing up the tight end position between the two of them, Knox and Kincaid were averaging about twelve yard or twelve points a game, which would be about tight end five off top of my head between the two of them. Now that one of them is out of the way and there's really no one else who's going to take that role from Dalton Kincaid in the absence of him getting injured, I, I would expect him to get at least 10 points a game to average 10 points a game roughly. And I'm just going on based on what the two of them have produced all season and based on the fact that Kincaid will now be picking up some of that Dawson Knox work in the red zone. If he can average 10 points a game, he's a top 12 play the rest of the season. Jeez, that's the key to me, the red zone. I want to see that he can be effective in the red zone. Okay. I, I, I would love to see it too. He's the same height as Dawson Knox. He's not as big. He's not as physical. You're right. But he's no, still 6'4". He's still 6'4". You know, he still is, is a tight, he's still a talented pass catcher. He's seen 50%. He's seen 50, he's seen half as many targets in a red zone so far this year as Dawson Knox has, but Knox is out of the way. Now it's not like they won't go to him or haven't gone to him in the red zone. He's two out of three. He's, he's seen three targets in a red zone in six games. He's caught two of them. I mean, he's not incapable in the red zone. They just haven't used him as much because that's what they do with Knox. I think when you combine the two roles, much the same way as I'm sure we'll talk about later with Arizona. When you combine the two roles and the fact that one guy is now getting the bulk of that, you've got a ready-made tailor-made top 10, top 12 play for the rest of the season or for as long, at least as the other guy is out. So I'm, I'm in on Kincaid right now. Okay. Uh, Chris, like I said, come up with a number. We'll have a showdown. We got to move on. We got the Rams taking on the Dallas Cowboys here. Uh, Dallas is favored at minus six and a half and an over under of 45. Dallas has been four and two against the spread so far this season. I don't think, and we lost Chris. Chris said, I hate your dog. <laughs> I'm out of here. Just uh, off at the take. <laughs> uh, they're four and two against the spread this season. The Rams, I don't think are going to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to be very one-sided in this game. Give me Dallas to cover at minus six and a half. Uh, Stafford's just, you know, in a, in a, buy, a heavy buy, in a no bye week, I should say. I'm not looking to stream Stafford. Dak, I do have a QB 13 this week. Uh, I still think you have 12 other options we could go to. Actually, you know what? I take that back. He did just move into my 12 because we'll get to it later. Brock Purdy, concussion issue. Don't think he's going to play. So I wound up taking him out and Dak does actually just make my top 12 as a low end QB one as a result to that. Do I feel great about that? No, but I will say the last time we saw Dak, he wound up being QB one overall. Uh, Tony Pollard, obviously you're playing him. Now we need to get into the Darrell Henderson and Chris just got over his old Dalton Kincaid argument and came back to us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now we got Darrell Henderson. All right. I got him an RB 31, a little bit lower than ECR, but basically he's an RB three. Chase, you and I talked about this, so I, I want to get to Chris's take. And it was just mind-boggling to me. The guy pretty much comes off the couch, takes a 60-40 split over Royce Freeman as the lead back in the two-man rotation. This isn't a good matchup, though. I'm not very excited for Darrell Henderson. Seventh least amount of po fantasy points that the running backs allowed by Dallas in this game. But, Chris, when you look at Henderson, you look at Royce Freeman, whatever maybe some of the things you like, what's your expectations here for these guys? Maybe we don't have Chris after all. <laughs> 
chase question to you. <laughs> All right. Well, what Daryl Henderson. Yeah. I mean, how can you step off the, off the street and just automatically be the running back one, unless we're talking about Sean McVay and no one knows what the hell he's thinking ever, you know, in, in life. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I've got him at 29 this week. Um, I, I agree with you. He's, he's more of a flex, more of a running back three flex type option for me. It's a terrible matchup with, uh, with Dallas. I just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not excited about the idea of, of any of those guys that they have left Freeman, him, Zach Evans going up against Dallas's line. But I mean, of the three, I mean, we saw it last week, like you said, he stepped out of this taxi cab and, and took the lead handoff. Uh, he's played there before he's been their lead before I have no confidence in Royce Freeman. And apparently they don't have enough confidence in Zach Evans to give him the damn ball. So you've, you've so got, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Never was. And those are the guys are playing. The nice thing about it is that like we've said a couple times already, everybody's playing this week. That's that's healthy. So you don't have to plug him in unless you're desperate at running back, which some of us might be based on the landscape, but. Yeah. Um, all right. So Cooper Cup, obviously a wide receiver one. CD Lamb, Puka Nakua. You're you're playing all these guys. You're happy about it, no matter what the matchup is. Every single week, I'm ignoring everybody else. Michael Gallup, two two at well two two. I know he's like managed to score a touchdown the last couple of weeks in a row. It's one catch. Yeah, if you want to bet on him getting one catch for an end zone, I'm not going to be betting on that. What about Jake Ferguson? This is somebody who's kind of making a name for himself a little bit. The two weeks before the bye was going from like a seven-target average, and we only got three and then one uh, going into the bye week there. I got him a tight end 16. ECR's got him a tight end 13. I mean, the Rams have been a good matchup for tight ends, uh, but I'm just not excited about Jake Ferguson in this week. Where are you at here? I'm not excited about him, but I've got him as a top 12 play because of like you said because of the matchup and because i know that mccarthy likes to use the tight end and i know that Dak prescott in the past has liked to throw to the tight end so based on the matchup i've got him as a top 12 play he's a guy that i think that they should use more they should be going to more i'm not sure what the hell's been going on lately where they you know his usage has been kind of all over but um Ferguson is a guy that I was targeting last season in, in dynasty leagues because we knew that Dalton Schultz was going to be taken off and up and out of there. Um, the play calling changing between Kellen Moore and now big Mike has not necessarily been kind to the tight end position there in Dallas. But I think that if they know what the hell they're doing, uh, they'll start using him a little bit more because they haven't gotten as much out of their pass game as they need to this season. Yeah. And Tyler Higby's become completely irrelevant since the emergence. We don't talk about him. I actually, I actually took him off of my rank. I had him at 25. I've only ranked 24 tight ends this week. <laughs> I'm I done with Tyler Higby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. Let's go to our next.